Alright guys, we're in the final episode of 2020, and man, I've never been so glad to see one year end. Uh, final episode of the <laughs> final score for this year. Granted, we've got a lot more coming with the final score next year. We appreciate all you guys listening. With me as always, and he's on the road today. This is like old times again. This is like old times again. We've done, this, we've done this a that few times. Uh, of course, we took last week off for Christmas, but uh, we're back again, like I said, last episode of the year. With me as always on the road is Lynn Brown. How you doing, Lynn? Doing good. Like you said, it does bring back memories. Yeah, it does. It when does. I have my long, long drive. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, how was your Christmas? It was good. I enjoyed it. It was um, limited family visiting, right. and uh, but it was good. Had a good time. Yeah, yeah, same here. It was limited. It was kind of rough Christmas Eve night. I thought it was going to be the first Christmas Eve I can remember without power. Uh, we had... We had a bad, some bad storm. Of course, when you've got when it's sixty degrees Christmas Eve afternoon, and all of a sudden it drops forty degrees by that night. I mean, you're going to have some bad storms. Yeah. The first time uh, I can remember us having a tornado warning on Christmas Eve. Uh, anyway, anything anything sports related you got for uh, Christmas? You there? Anything I want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, here. Anything I want to talk about? <laughs> no, I said anything sports related that you got as a gift for Christmas. No. No, not this year. Okay. No, no. The big thing I got for Christmas, I sent you in a text. Oh yeah, yeah. The dirty, dirty honey autograph. Yeah, autograph album. album. Yeah. That's and pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And it cool. was going to be tickets to a show in New York City, but there's no shows going on right yeah. now. Yeah. Because they get to Brooklyn a lot for some reason. Okay. So next time they're in Brooklyn, I'm going to check them out. Yeah, I got it. I did get a Polamala, the Polamala book by uh, Jim Wexel, who has agreed, by the way, to be a guest in an upcoming episode of The Final Score. We'll talk as soon as I finish that book, which. Shouldn't be too long because I'm breezing through that book pretty quick. Um, but yeah, that was that's pretty that was pretty cool. And I got a I got a scrapbook to put all of my newspaper clippings from the 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 championship season this year in. So I was pretty pretty good year, pretty good Christmas here. Uh, glad everybody's healthy. Glad everybody's safe. That's the main thing. Like I said, 2020 needs to get out of here, and we hope 2021 will be a better year for everybody. Because 2020 has really, really had it, really been a bad year for everybody, I think. Um, first of all, let's get right into it. NFL, of course, is what we talk here. We're in week 16 now, where we just finished week 16. And well, week 17 about to start, right? Yeah. Yeah, week 17 is about to start. We just finished week 16 last night, and man. Playoff implications everywhere, and I mean this. This is this is the time of year where you really start to like, okay, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? Uh, do you, do you, and you start pulling for people that you really wouldn't be pulling for any other time. But yeah, you did, it's amazing what you do. Uh, 
Let's get I was a big Ravens fan on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Ravens, <laughs> Ravens, Ravens. Um, yeah, uh, let's let's get right into this the big story of the week. First of all, we missed if you missed, we missed last week, so uh, the Washington Redskins or football team, whatever you want to call it, uh, had the chance to clinch the NFC East. Unfortunately, for Alex second week in a row. Alex Smith is out for the second week in a row. So they lose to Seattle. Yeah. They come back, make a valiant comeback, but lose, come up short, and then they just flat out lose to the Panthers. It was never really close to the end. Dwayne Haskins. We've talked about him a oh, lot God. up here. Yes, we've talked about him a lot up here. When you posted, you didn't respond to my post on Facebook. You said Haskins in, and I posted, well, that's a loss. <laughs> you didn't respond at all. Uh, well, I couldn't say anything else. You you pretty much said it all. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. And it, you know, he's, he's horrible. Here's the thing. Horrible. Here's the thing with this guy. This guy really needs to grow up. I mean, we haven't talked about. It, it, he's bad on the field. He, everybody keeps saying he has the tools to win. You know, and I yeah, like yeah. what a what a guy. Well, there was one comment I read from a friend of ours. Uh, you know, I have the tools to be a carpenter, but that mean, doesn't mean I'm going to build uh, houses or anything <laughs> like that. I like that. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah, Steve Hill. I'll give you a shout out on that. That was pretty good. Um, the guy just and, and the team looks totally different. When he's on the field, we talked about this a little bit too. They look just like they have zero confidence. This, when they played Seattle last week without Alex Smith, the first week without Smith, they just looked like, man, we can't do this. Every pass, I saw one pass go by a wide receiver, and he never even put his hands up. Like you know, he just threw his hands out because it was so, it was so far over his head. But he he just he just put his hands out like, I'm not even trying for that. And it's it that's that's something that you know would bother me if I was a coach. But you know, somebody also posted, "We've ruined another." This is Red Redskins football team, whatever. No, we, no, no, no. We've ruined another quarterback. Nope, nope. What did RG three do when he left? Nothing. I mean, no. This this guy, how is I can't figure out how you blame the team for this. They've given him every chance. You can't. He's Multiple constantly. Let's, let's go back to Baltimore, the Baltimore game, where he was more concerned about his fan, the people that had him on the fantasy football teams, how good a job he did for them instead of winning the game. Bragging about that in the locker room after you lost. He had a 300-yard game, Stevie. He- 317 yards that game. No touchdowns. But you lost the game. Yeah. And then this pass, yeah. let's see, uh, comes out, celebrates the loss to Seattle by, take, by taking his wife. For a birthday party. Yeah, for a birthday party. Where did, where did he end up at, Lynn? A private club is what we'll say. Yeah, a private club. A private club where you pass money out to other people because they're dancing. Right. That's a good way to put it. With no, you know, and Did you know. Did you see the picture? Yeah. No mask. Oh. No mask. And, you know, put, you know, and you put your your team at risk. 
You put the people around you at risk. Your team is trying to win yep. a you division title, and you're acting like this. You, you, you may say all the right things when you get in front of the media, but what you do when you're not in front of the media is just as important. Uh, it's and, like he was celebrating a loss. Exactly. Like, come on, man. I know. I understand it's his wife's birthday and all, but you know, come on, dude. Yeah. I would have celebrated like Saturday night or Monday night or some other night, not the night after a loss. You could have clinched the division. Granted, granted that I am. I played high school ball. That's the most I played. That's the highest level I went to. But I will tell you this. On Friday night, if we lost, I was in a mood to go in. We yeah. had some dances after, but I wasn't in a mood to really do that. I, I Did should, you go to the dance after the game? We went, but you know, mostly because we had to. Most of the time we were working at the dance dances, but you know, by that time, by the time I really was playing, I'll put it that way, we were working. But you know, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get how how you think you can go celebrate. And granted, I know you have your own life and everything, but most of the guys I don't think would be wanting to go out and celebrate after a loss, especially when uh, when you were up for a division title, the first in however many years it's been since the Redskins. What, 90? No? When did they win a division? Hey, uh, 15, 2015, 2000, I think. 2015. So the first time in... Almost six years. But he was a starting quarterback. Maybe if he was a third stringer and went to go party, maybe fine. But he was the starting quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's just immaturity. It's Bush League, man. It's That's immaturity. And, you know, the Redskins yeah. end up losing to the Panthers. And uh, what's what's the guy's name? Heineke? Comes in the game? Yeah, Heineke. Heineke. Who looked good. Looked good in his two um, drives. Yeah, I mean, there there was one one. Sims should have caught the, the long path that would have put them in scoring range then, and then who knows what happened? Well, you got the second touchdown. Who knows? You may have you may have had a tie ball game, but well, Logan Thomas had a touchdown called back. Yeah, due to a holding. Then it was fourth and twenty eight or something. They couldn't do that. But yeah, but the thing that hurt them was the special team. Steven Steven Sims fumbling that punt. Yeah. He just had a bad game. game. And Haskins just sucks. Well, one thing about it, uh, yesterday afternoon was absolute yesterday afternoon. You don't have to worry about Haskins with Washington anymore. I said Thank after that I said that night his time is over in Washington. I think everybody knew that when he went off the field. But he was cut. I was surprised he was cut, but I think they wanted to get rid of him as quick as they could. They cut him yesterday afternoon, so Haskins is now without a, a man without a team. And there's all these people saying they're going to be lining up to sign him. Why? No. He's going to clear waivers. No one's going to pick him up. Yeah. There's I, no way. We'll know tomorrow. I think waivers run Wednesdays, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But anyway, Redskins, football team, whatever you call it, they are still still able to clinch. But they have to win this week. This, I mean, week, week seventeen. This is it. Their own destiny. And, this, and you said we'll go into playoff scenarios later. Yeah, we'll this, talk about uh, the playoff right. scenarios later. Um, 
Let's talk a little bit. We talked a little bit about this before we started the show. J.J. Watt, one of my favorite NFL players, not just because of what he does on the field, what he does off the field. And, man, he has got the right attitude. I mean, what he said in the press conference after the end, of course, uh, the Texans lost another tough game to the to the Bengals. I think it was 37-31. And I think they've won four games this year. So, very easy for people to... Uh, to give up, cash I mean, in and just give cash in yeah. and give up. But this guy, this is not a guy that's going to cash it in and give up. I mean, this is. You look at all the in- injuries this guy's has had. I mean, <laughs> he, he's tore his tore his uh, gosh, tore his shoulder up. Came back from from a bad injury at the first year, played in the playoffs, made a big difference last year, but. What he said in this press conference, and I've got the transcript right here. If you can't come in, hold on, something's popped up here. If you can't come in and put work in, in the building, go out to the practice field and work hard, do your list, and do what you're supposed to do, you should not be here. This is a job. We are getting paid a whole lot of money. There are a lot of people that watch us and invest their time and their money into buying our jersey and buying a whole bunch of other work for crap. And they care about it. They care every single week. We're in week 16, and we're 4-11. and 11. And there's fans that watch this game that show up to the stadium that put in time and energy and effort and care about this. So if you can't go out there and you can't work out, you can't show up on time, you can't practice, you can't want to go out there and win, you shouldn't be here because this is a privilege. It's the greatest job in the world. You get to go out and play a game. And if you can't care enough, even in week 17, even when you're trash, when you're 4-11, if you care enough to go out there and give everything you got, try your hardest, that's bullshit. So that's how. There are people every week that still tweet you, that still come up to you and say, hey, we're still rooting for you. We're still behind you. They have no reason whatsoever to. We stink. But they care, and they still want to win, and they still want you to be great. That's why. Those people aren't getting paid. We're getting paid handsomely. That's why. That's who I feel the most bad for is our fans and the people who care so deeply in the, in the city and the people who love it and who truly want it to be great, and it's not. And that sucks as a player to know that we're not giving them what they deserve. I mean, hello. I'd love to have him on my team. I'd love to have him on my team without attitude. You know... That attitude right there is what it's all about. And, I mean, I've been saying this for years. For a guy with the accolades that J.J. Watt's got to come out and say something like that just tells you what kind of person he is. He hasn't let it go to his head. He's out there every week. You know, a lot of people will say in a couple years ago he's probably done after one of those injuries. He's out there every week giving it everything he's got on a bad team. If this isn't the guy that that I would love to see go to almost anywhere, any team, almost, I said almost, any team and win a Super Bowl, then I don't know who is. This is that guy. I mean, I can't say enough about how, how that, I mean, 
what other guy have you ever heard a, a another guy say something like that? Another professional no. athlete? Not that I remember, no. I can't remember it. And it may have been one out there. If it is, let me know. But you know, to call out all these players that get paid just like you said, you get paid to play a game. Yep. A lot of money too. And it's not like you get More paid more money than any of us will ever see. Exactly. So I mean you're privileged. You're privileged to go out. It's like I was telling my wife and my daughter. I let them hear it last night. And they're not big on football, but, you know, they were like, wow. If And I know you in, in the same way. If we were able to play any kind of professional sports, do you think I would take that for granted? Do you, you think I wouldn't be out there doing no, what I was supposed to be doing? Because that's all you really have to do. Well... You had a lot more talent than I did. I, I did not have much that. talent, but I sure gave some hustle out there for Johnny Brown and the and the team. Oh, I mean, look, I didn't have talent. If you want to see I that, that was if, like hustle. If you want to see that, well, look, hustle. Look at me. I was five six, one hundred and forty pounds, playing offensive and defensive line. If you don't think people, yep. you you don't think the looks that I got from the guys I was going up against every week were, like, humorous to me. Because they were like, okay, this guy... I mean, I went up against a guy one one game that started all four years at Virginia Tech. And granted, he planted me in the ground like Rudy got planted one time, but I, I held my own. I, I didn't back down. I wasn't like, okay, this guy's huge. I'm going... No, it wasn't like that. You, you had, had to. Burning. You had to. Yeah. You know... Just like you said, you didn't feel like you had that much talent, so that made you work harder and hustle harder. I didn't have the size; that made me work harder on on fundamental stuff, on fundamentals of blocking, and how to and made me watch what a defensive lineman would do to see if if I could get an advantage there. I couldn't overpower anybody; I knew that, so I had to look at every advantage I had, and I think that's probably no, helped. But speaking of basketball, Stevie was really good at basketball and Jeez. a great shooter. Whatever. Throw that in there. You were. I don't know about that. Anyway, but I think that's it actually, you know, as far as coach goes, I think me had trying to find advantages like that has helped me coaching. But uh, we're getting off the subject a little bit. But that J.J. Watt, my hat's off to him. Uh, he's He's number one in my book as far as, Players that aren't a Steeler right now, yeah, you know, with that attitude. Speaking of the Steelers, struggle, struggle, struggle. Three losses in a row. After going eleven and zero, they come into this past Sunday's game, and after losing on Monday night to the Bengals, which you know what, the Bengals didn't look so bad this past week. You know, they get a, they put thirty. They're not as bad as their record, but. Pittsburgh had become predictable and weren't making any adjustments. And it carried over into the first half of this game on Sunday against the Colts. Colts coming to the game 10-4 and on a hot streak. Phillip Rivers, uh, they had got some young, a young running back, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, a pretty good defense, too. And the first half, it was just... A repeat of every game they've lost so far. 24-7 to at halftime. And it doesn't look good at all. But 
I don't know what what I heard happen was Pouncy Marquise Pouncy comes out in at halftime and just gives a fiery speech. And while he's doing that, Ben Rossberg is coming up with a way way the offense can can score. And it was called throwing the ball down the field over five yards. I I honestly think he told Pittsburgh's offensive coordinator Randy Fickner to just take a seat over there and I'll take care of the plays right now. Kind of like on Varsity Blues. I don't know if you ever seen that, Lynn, where they kick the coach to the side <laughs> at halftime. Yeah, I honestly think it was something like that. And no surprise, he throws for 340. All these people, including myself, that was wondering about Ben's arm. Because I actually thought maybe there's something going on with his arm. That's why he's not throwing the ball down the field anymore. way he came out in the second half, there's nothing wrong with his arm. He may have a knee problem or something like that, but there's nothing wrong with his arm at all. Uh, 342 yards, three TDs, no interceptions. They come back down in the third quarter, 24-7. In 10 minutes, they take the lead, 28-24, and hang on and clinch the AFC North uh, with a 28-24 win over the Colts. And Mamp was that big. Whether they can ride this momentum into the playoffs or not from the second half, I don't know. But... They are not playing Ben on Sunday against the Browns, a game that means nothing. I think they're pretty much locked into the third seed. And uh, But, yeah, big, big win for Pittsburgh to get up and, and to get some momentum going. That was, I think that was more important than anything, to get some momentum going and, and prove because the defense played better. They gave up three points in the second half. Once the offense got rolling, the defense fed off that, and the defense played better as well. But Steelers get the win 28-24 and uh yeah pretty happy still got to get a running game going we still got to work on the running game but the rest of the offense looks like looks like they did the first half of the of the season there all right speaking of Steelers and their opponent this week the Cleveland Browns now let's talk about this situation here Cleveland comes up Friday I want to say it was Friday or Saturday and finds out that all of their receivers that are on the active roster have been put on the COVID reserve list. So what does the NFL do? They can play. They can play. We just, you just wiped out all their depth in one position, but they can still play on Sunday. It's not hard. And I, I'm going to tell you this. You know I'm a Steelers fan. Steelers, if the Browns lose this game against the Jets this past Sunday... The Browns, Pittsburgh automatically wins the AFC North, whether they win or lose. But after that situation, I was pulling for the Browns because I, I wanted somebody to prove the NFL. You know, you can put us in a bad situation like you, you are, and you can not look out after us like you did another team, but we're going to play this game and we're going to win. I pulled for the Browns that day. And I hate that they come up short, even though it, it did benefit us. Uh, but what is the difference? Let's talk about Browns. They get I, that, all, their, all their wide receivers are wiped out. Granted, that's I what? Five or six players. It's six. It was six or seven altogether. Four, four receivers and two linebackers. So you got six. Okay. Right, let's talk about the Broncos a, a few weeks back. The Broncos. All of their quarterbacks on the active roster are wiped out. They have to get a quarterback off the practice squad. They had not played quarterback since 
college, his junior year in college. But it's okay. And I know I'm gonna yeah, catch some. Horrible. I know I'm gonna catch some flack from what I'm about to say because I'm a Steelers fan. Baltimore Ravens. And I'm not black. The only part I fought the Baltimore Ravens in on that whole deal. And granted, I know they had 19 players off. I had a little discussion yesterday on Facebook with a or the day before <laughs> with a, a a Ravens fan who found fault with what I said, and that's fine. I don't, I, not everybody's gonna agree. I don't. I, I'm good friends with the guy. I don't think any less of him because of it, and I hope he doesn't with me. But his argument was you can find a quarterback quick enough in – they found out on a Friday. You can find that quarterback quick enough to get him in that system. Granted, he won't be a great quarterback, but so in a day you're going to find a quarterback. Same thing with the Browns with wide receivers. You can get those wide receivers up there, but you can't replace 19 players in a, in from Thursday to Sunday or have enough to play that Sunday instead of Thursday. Well, and what I'm talking you don't about... You need to replace all 19. You need to replace the minimal. I don't know if that's what that is. Exactly. all 19. Exactly. So, and because his argument was that you don't need all three of the quarterbacks, or you don't need all four of the wide receivers. Well, guess what? <laughs> if they can do it in a day, Baltimore was supposed to play Pittsburgh on a, on Thanksgiving Thursday, and then they couldn't play on set, on Sunday. Why couldn't you find enough players to make a squad by Sunday? The only I don't know. That's the NFL. That's Goodell. I don't know what the situation was there with Goodell, why it's different with Baltimore than it was with these other two teams, but that's Goodell. The only part I found fault with Baltimore was when they said they would not play Tuesday. They would boycott Tuesday if they weren't allowed to play that following Wednesday. That's the, that's letting the inmates run the asylum, and that's wrong. I, I'm sorry. You can disagree with me. You know, people out there can disagree with me, and like I said, that's fine. I won't think any different of you, but that is wrong. And then to let them play, make Pittsburgh play on the following Monday and then give Baltimore an extra day off and let them play on Tuesday? Okay, what's going on there? That, and that's, NFL needs a change at the top. Goodell needs to go. He can flash that, and I know he's your neighbor and all. He can flash that little <laughs> smile he gives up there and act like he's just sober. No, Goodell needs to go. We need. I'd rather have Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner there, than I would Goodell. At least he knows how to handle stuff like this. You anyway, go, I can go talk to him tonight. Yeah, you I'll need go to go tell him. And see if doing an interview. You need to go tell him. Here's an interesting story I come uh, across, Lynn, and I don't know if you've heard this or not. Okay. Have you ever heard of an NFL player being paid in Bitcoin? No. Well, there's a first. Panthers offensive right. tackle Russell Okung made history Tuesday when he became the first NFL player to receive part of his salary in Bitcoin. He will receive wow. half of his $13 million salary in the cryptocurrency. What? I mean, okay. is this... I mean, he could, buy, he could buy Bitcoin himself, though. I don't understand. Well, maybe he just... That you was, could buy the currency. 
And they're going back and they look in. It's like you want to get. Do what? Um, British pounds. Yeah. You can also buy that currency yourself. Well, after the fact, he had a tweet back in May, May 14th of 2019, and all it said was "Pay me in Bitcoin." Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's you just exchange it. It's not. Well. I. I anyway. I thought that was pretty interesting. There, I never heard of that before. But you know, Russell Oakham, he wants financial freedom. I guess is what he's saying. All right, the Rams, a team that I didn't think stood a chance to make the playoffs, much less win many games this year. They're on the verge of the playoffs. They have been on the verge of the playoffs for the last two weeks, and they have really laid eggs. Now, Jared Goff, after in the loss to Seattle, has broken his thumb. So he's out. What I think is out for the rest of the year because I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, if it's a throwing hand, he's not coming back. Broken right thumb. Yeah, it's his throwing hand then. Yeah. So now with him gone, John Walford will take over. So you ever heard of John Walford? Okay. No, but I'm... I'm curious if we get to the scenarios if they lose, if they can back in somehow. So he, Walford has yet to take a snap in the NFL since he was a, he entered as an undrafted rookie in 2018 out of Wake Forest. He has wow. played. Okay. He played with the uh, AAF, the Arizona Hot Shots, in 2019. Nice. So. But, you know, they're playing the Cardinals, too. And Kyler Murray may not be playing for the Cardinals. And that's, that's big there. Cardinals, he got hurt in the last play, didn't he? Yeah, he took a shot. A lower leg lower leg injury, I think, is what they said. All right. Who's the backup there? That's what we'll, we'll get to that because I, I don't even know what he's <laughs> – I don't even know what this guy's name is. I saw it earlier, but I can't remember what his name was. Hold on. I'll find out right now. What do you think about they're still proposing the 17-game season? You think it's going to happen? I hope so. I hope they do. I, you I'm know, all for it. I think they're going to – I think they're really going to consider it this time. But I think right. they should do it. I mean, anybody who wants it should have the vaccine by summer of next year. Right. They probably make it mandatory for the NFL to have the vaccine. Probably so. Okay, here we got. Here's the big matchup: John Walford starting for the Rams versus Chris Strebler for the Cardinals. Oh my God! Never heard of either one of them. If you bet on that game, you got problems. Yeah, you you really you, you got, got a, a you game. have a gambling issue if you bet on that game. Let's talk. Oh my God! Let's do a little talk about the draft and how the Jets. The tank tank for Trevor is over for the Jets. Jets, after going, what, 0-13? Why two in a row? So, who do they play next week? They might go three. Ah, uh, who do they play next week? I mean, they've secured the number two pick. They yeah, they're, go they're three, not they going. Go to one. They play the Patriots, so there's a good chance they could beat the Patriots. They could win. Go yeah. Jets. So, the Jets could. They should course, beat the Raiders as well, remember? 
Yeah. It should have been the Raiders. Yeah, that was the defensive Zero coordinator. Blitz. So, the Jets have gone out of the tank for Trevor. The Jaguars are officially on the clock. And people are already saying Trevor Lawrence as a Jaguars quarterback. You think that's a done deal? I would say so, yes. Unless he gets hurt in the, in the college football playoff. Yeah, I, I can't see him going any other direction. And I can't – it would take a lot of draft picks or a big-time player to get that number one pick away from me if I'm Jack, Jacksonville. But here's another thing yeah, I, I think about. How many number one picks as a quarterback do you remember being successful? Uh, Peyton Manning. When was that? Ninety what eight? A long time ago. Ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that. Okay. There's Andrew Luck. First year, he was he, he was, was B plus. He was okay. A yeah. yeah, just didn't have a long enough uh, career. What was Eli? I'm sure there's other. What was Eli? Eli was um, fifth, but it's where they picked. No, Eli was first, and then yeah. they picked River Smith, then they swapped. Right. So, Eli would be one, but there's a lot of them that have not made a direct grade. Look at Jamarcus Russell. Uh, it's a, the draft is a crap shoot. I mean, they're all risky picks. I mean, there's, there's no, let's see. Let's look back at how many number one draft picks have been quarterbacks. You know, first off, top of my head, Terry Bradshaw that ended up pretty good. Uh, Jamarcus Russell, yeah, we don't know about that. Tim Couch, wow. Tim Couch got picked before Donald that McNabb. Didn't work. You realize that? I don't like McNabb either. David Carr. Of course, Kyler Murray is still a work in yeah. right? Murray is still a work in progress. Jameis Winston, of course, the Winston turnover tracker predecessor. Sam Bradford. <laughs> Baker, uh, Baker Mayfield. Here's a blast uh, from the past. Still out on him. Blast from the past. Steve Borkowski from the Falcons. Jeff George. Oh, God. Carson Palmer, which wasn't bad. Alex Smith. I forgot he was a number one pick. Yeah. Jerry Goff. Vinny freaking Tessaverde. He was okay. Andrew Luck. Drew Bledsoe. He wasn't bad. Matthew Are you saying you wouldn't pick Trevor Lawrence then? What are you saying? No, I'm just saying. I'm just giving you a, you know, just looking at the there's number no one There's no guarantee. Pick. No, there's no guarantee. Yeah, it's not a guarantee. And see, everybody seems to think it's going to be, he's going to be a great NFL quarterback, but, you know, he's got to get out there and play, too. I'm yeah. looking at some bad. He's got a good shot. Cam Newton. Hey, he's got the tools. He's got the tools, Stevie. Tools. Oh, Lord. He's got the tools. Here we go. I'll call that. Yeah. All right. So. What about, I have to talk about this game too, the Saturday night game. Dolphins and the Raiders. Raiders. 
That was a great game. Raiders with their playoff lives on the line. They lose their out. What they they elect to kick a field goal instead of that was instead of going for a touchdown. They go Third up. goal from the one. They should go for the touchdown. I think it was twenty to make. They kicked the field goal to make it twenty-five, twenty-three. A kickoff with twelve seconds left, and. I've not heard, and maybe you have, why the Dolphins decided to put Fitzpatrick in. Was it arm strength? Well, Fitzpatrick was in the last few drives. Okay. Now, I mean, that's what I'm. I can't figure out why. I mean, was was Tua hurt? Well, because Tua is not that good. No, Tua wasn't moving the ball. Okay. Fitzpatrick scored their last few points. Yeah. So. And. He did a blind throw that last throw. Fitzpatrick drops back to pass and throws 40 yards down the field with a guy's hand in his face, pulling his neck around, and ends oh, up... he wasn't even looking away from No, and ends up completing, <laughs> completing the pass that gets him down to, like, the 40. and or yep. Yeah, and then they tack on the 15-yard penalty for face mask, and... The Dolphins end up kicking the field goal, winning the game, just like that, and and ending the the Raiders' chance for playoffs. That was a miracle. If that's not, if Why that's was that guy not guarded, I don't Who know. Who was not guarding that guy? Maybe Greg Williams was the defensive coordinator for the Raiders for a game, but if that's not Fitz Magic working, I don't know what is. I know. So also, we have to talk about this past. What, Friday? Friday afternoon, Christmas Day. Saints and the Vikings. And you saw one of the great performances, probably, and could have been NFL, it was NFL history because it tied a record. It could have. It could have broke, should have broke a record. Alvin Kamara, six touchdowns in a single game. And they had a chance to give him seven. Why they didn't keep him in the game? I do not know. They gave it to Taysom Hill, who took it in from like three yards out for the touchdown. But I would feel a little hurt if I was Kamara on that. I mean, I know you want your team to win, but you got a chance to make history. He ends up tied with Ernie Nevers for most touchdowns in a game with six. So he could have made history that day as the Saints blow out the Vikings 52-33. to but you know, I would be a little, I'd be a little upset about that if I was him. So, I agree. Playoff scenarios. Let's let's talk about. Let's go to the AFC first. Let's talk about who's clinched. Who's right. clinched? Chiefs have clinched. They've got home field throughout the playoffs. They've clinched the AFC West, of course. The Bills have clinched their division. They're first in the AFC East. They'll probably more than likely end up getting the number two seed. Steelers clinched the with a win. With a win or Steelers loss, right? Yeah, with the, if they win, well, if if they win, if they've got it because they've got the tiebreaker over Pittsburgh. So if they or win, if they lose and Steelers lose, yeah, Steelers yeah. would have to win and Bills would have to lose for that to change. And uh, Steelers are resting most of their stars. So I think they're pretty pretty complacent with number three seed right now. All right, in the hunt right now at number four. Tennessee Titans after getting blown out by the uh, Green Bay Packers. I mean, in the snow, 
that was what a game that was in the snow. I just like seeing the snow games, but yeah, I don't think Tennessee liked it at, at all. So Tennessee would have, let's see. First of all, let's talk about Baltimore. Baltimore is in, in the in the hunt. Baltimore clinches a playoff berth with it. They had they win over Cincinnati. Cleveland lost. Indianapolis lost or. Baltimore ties, Miami loses. Baltimore ties, Tennessee loses. Or Baltimore ties and Cleveland ties. Baltimore ties and Indianapolis ties. So if they win, they're in. Cleveland. Cleveland would clinch a playoff berth with a Cleveland win or an Indianapolis loss or Tennessee loss plus Miami win or tie plus a Baltimore win or tie. I mean, it's a lot up here that you really, you know, if they win, they're in. So yep. that would be Indianapolis is is pretty much they have to clinch the AFC South. They win plus a Tennessee loss or tie, or Indianapolis ties and, and Tennessee loses. They clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Baltimore loss, or a win and a Cleveland loss or tie. Miami. They can clinch a playoff berth with a with a win, or Baltimore loss, or Cleveland loss, or Indianapolis loss. Jeez, it's just good. Tennessee can clinch the South if they win, or Indianapolis loses. So pretty much, whoever wins, if Tennessee wins, and Indianapolis loses, Tennessee wins. If Indianapolis wins and Tennessee loses, they win the South. I mean, but to get in, they have to have both. Baltimore lose, Miami lose, and I mean it's it's just complicated. It's a lot of stuff up. Cleveland here. has a long shot. Yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland needs help. Is what you're saying? Yeah. The NFC, Green Bay has clinched the the NFC North. I don't think they've clinched the home field yet. Saints have clinched the NFC South. Seattle has clinched the NFC West. Tampa Bay has clinched a playoff berth. So Arizona and the Rams, big implications there. Uh, Arizona has to win or Arizona tie and Chicago loss. Really? The Bears play Green Bay Sunday night, Sunday afternoon. Chicago can get in if Chicago wins or Arizona loses or Chicago tie and Arizona tie. And here's where we get into the okay. NFC East. The Cowboys. It's easy. But it's easy. And I want to give a shout-out to that Cowboys fan that tried to tell me they were 7-9 and nine the other day. And I said, you are wrong, buddy. You are wrong. That's, they they haven't played 16 games. Exactly. Uh, Dallas win plus a Washington loss or tie, Dallas gets in. If Dallas ties and Washington loses, Dallas is in. Let's see. Let's go to Washington. Washington's pretty simple. Washington win. Win and they're in. Win and they're in. Washington tie plus Dallas loss or tie and and Washington's in. So home field through the playoffs. Green Bay can clinch it with all they have to do is win or Seattle lose or tie. So that's and the Giants are still in this, believe it or not. Giants they have to win. Like <clears throat> they have to win over Dallas, and Washington has to lose. So, 
And pretty... flex the Washington Philly game to Sunday night. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's that's the game for all the marbles right there. It's a playoff game. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a playoff game, no doubt about it. So that's where we stand right now with with the playoff scenarios. And hopefully, you know, hopefully your team will get in. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Well, they've had two other shots at it. This is their third try. Yeah. So. I'm not bitter. Let's talk about the schedule this week. Of course. Pick the, our winners. The Dolphins and the Bills. Um, you think Buffalo will play the starters? Are the Bills playing everybody? That's what I'm wondering. I don't think so. Well, yeah, because they want the two seed. I think the Bills are going to win because they want the two seed to play the worst team, number seven. Yeah, Bills over Dolphins. I'll go Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins on this one. Hey, is this Magic playing or two? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I don't. I don't. We don't know. Ravens and Bengals. I think the Ravens win that. Right. I would love to see the Bengals. You know, a couple, maybe three years or three or four years ago, the Ravens were in its exact spot, having to have have a win to make the playoffs, and they were playing the Bengals, and the Bengals end up scoring a touchdown in the last minute and putting them out of the playoffs. <laughs> Steelers and Browns, <clears throat> I'm going to still pick my boys. I'm, I'll stick with them all year. Even though they're probably going to play Mason Rudolph. Steelers, no. <clears throat> Mason no, Ru- Steelers are going to win. We'll see. Vikings and Lions. Vikings, Vikings. I got Vikings. The Lions are just a dumpster fire. Jets and the Patriots, I'm going to Jets. End the game. End the year on a three-game winning streak. <clears throat> I agree. Falcons and Buccaneers. Um, do the Buccaneers have anything to play for? I don't think so. They can't win their division. I think they're the fifth seed no matter what, right? They can't win their division, so... I still think the Bucs are going to win, though. Falcons, I'm going to win the Falcons on that one. Cowboys and Giants. Go Giants! Is that who you're picking? Uh, yeah, because... I think the Cowboys are going to win, but I'm officially picking the Giants. Uh, I'm going Cowboy. I think the Cowboys can win. Saints and Panthers. I'm going Saints on Saints. that. Packers and Bears. I'm going Packers. Trubisky's Packers. playing better, but I think Aaron Rodgers is just playing amazing right now. Titans and Texans. I'm going Titans. I hope the Texans win. Titans. Even though J.J. Watt mm. gave a great speech. I would hope that, that some of those Texans players would... Uh, We'll pay attention to that. Jaguars and Colts. I think the Colts win that. Colts. Chargers and Chiefs. I did hear that the Chiefs were going to rest some of theirs, but I'm going to Chargers. Chiefs are still going to win. I think I'm going to Chargers. Raiders and the Broncos. Mm. Raiders. Ooh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I'll go Raiders. Seahawks and 49ers. Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going Hawks. Cardinals and Rams. Oh, my. How do you pick this one? You just flip a coin here. <laughs> I'm going I'm going. Rams. They Ra- playing? I'm, I'm, they're playing at L.A. I'm going Rams because I think the Rams have a stronger defense. I'll do the Rams, too. They got Aaron Donald, right? Yeah. And then the big one. 
Washington and Philadelphia. I'm going Washington. I think Washington's going to pull it off because Philly has nothing to play for except spoiler. I think a lot of them are ready to get their tee times to play some golf. Yeah. All right. So that does it for that. I'm going to talk about something this week that happened before Christmas, uh, unfortunately. The death, unfortunately, we had Kevin Green, the long, well, not long-time Steeler, but former Pittsburgh Steeler. He was there for three years with Pittsburgh, and it felt like he was there for his whole career. He just fit in with Pittsburgh. I mean, it was, and of course, he stayed with the Rams longer than he did anybody. He left the Rams, went to Pittsburgh, ended up being part of that Blitzburg defense with Greg Lloyd, LeVon Kirkland, Chad Brown, Rod Woodson, uh, Darren Perry, Carnell Lake. Uh, unfortunately, lost the Super Bowl to Dallas, but went on to Carolina, led the, the Panthers in their second year to the NFC Championship game, and then, you know, went to the 49ers and then back to the Panthers, and then got into coaching. And I actually won a Super Bowl as a the outside linebackers coach for the Green Bay Packers against his old team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. But this guy was just like, I mean, energy personified. He was always, and you know, you saw those long, the long blonde hair. Said he wasn't going to cut his hair till he won a Super Bowl. And he got to that Super Bowl with Pittsburgh, just came up a little short. Neil O'Donnell, never mind. Um, but, yeah, to see the fact that he was there with Pittsburgh for three years and chose to go in the Hall of Fame as a Pittsburgh Steeler, not any of the other teams, but a Pittsburgh Steeler, uh, was great. I, I just think it, he just fit Pittsburgh. I mean, and then, of course, you look at him when he – he was a former WCW wrestler. I mean, he did that for a little while. So, just a great guy. Hated to see it. Fifty-eight but after retirement. Yeah. Well, during while he was playing, he was he was wrestling. Wow. So, unfortunately, Kevin Green passes away at the age of fifty-eight. Uh, they haven't said what caused. I, I don't want to speculate on anything, but uh, we we certainly we certainly. Send our prayers and condolences to to Kevin Green's family and friends. And uh, man, we're just sad. It was just unreal to see it go. They played a, the a football life, the, his story, uh, the next day, and I was sat there watching that. It's just hard to believe, you know, that he he's gone. I mean, all that energy. He was just a great guy, just a great guy. But uh, unfortunately, passed away. And Lynn, where are you at now? I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey. So, let's say we want to take a trip out of New Jersey to somewhere else. A cruise. Who do we call? He would call truenorthvacations.com. Tour ahead and uh, schedule something for 2021 once we get out of this pandemic. Yeah, once we get out of this. Go ahead and get it planned. Hopefully that will be sooner than later that we get out of this pandemic because. I'm hoping by summer. Yeah. But anyway, all right, guys, that is going to do it for this week on the final score. Like I said, the last week of the of the uh, 2020 year, last episode, 
So, hope you guys have enjoyed 2020 as far as the final score goes. And we have, I will say this, we have a big lineup coming on the final score of 2021. I have, I've, I've kind of been off on my interviews here lately, but I, I'm ramping back up now. We've got some a former Steeler. We've got a former Tennessee Titan. We've got, like I said, Jim Wexel, who has agreed to come on and talk about his book, Polamalu which I will be loving talking about. You know, my second favorite Steeler of all time behind Jack Ham. So, uh, yeah, and more coming. And I'm working on more. And we got some, some different ideas that me and Lynn are going to do this year. We're going to work on that. But hope you guys can uh, stick around in 2021. Hope we can grow even more. We've grown every year. I got some in, some good feedback from the podcast people that uh, Final Score was is doing really, really good. You know, we've got, we've increased our listeners, uh, I, I don't know, it was over like 150% over the last year, and we, we're also in like, I want to say like 32 countries, so right now, wow. somebody in Zimbabwe could be listening to you, Lynn, and be watching you. That's awesome. Yeah, so, anyway. I like it. Lynn, stay safe on the way there, the way back, and, uh. Let's pull for the Redskins or the football team this week, everybody. And I know some of my Cowboy friends will love that. But uh, I'll be pulling for Washington. I'll be pulling for Washington this week. I'm sorry. I always do if they're not playing Pittsburgh. But, uh, Lynn, like I said, safe travels. Get there. Back okay, buddy. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. All right, guys. That's the final score. We'll